You're listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to what's happening in your community and at Community State Bank. Hello, everybody. I'm Scott Hudipole, President of Community State Bank, and today we're very fortunate to have Dr. William Amstutz with us, who's president of Shepherd's Ministry right here in Union Grove. Periodically, we do these public interest stories. It uh, doesn't have a lot to do, if anything, to do with banking, but we feel that it's important as a community bank to bring information and, and knowledge to people that live in and around Racine and Kenosha County. So it's great to have you here today. Thank you very much. Can we start a little bit, Bill, by talking a little bit about your history and, and kind of what led you to the calling of Shepherds? Sure. Well, I was um, born in Michigan, raised in New Jersey, and uh, schooled in Ohio. Wow. Uh, graduate work in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, then also out in Hatfield, Pennsylvania for my doctoral studies. So. I had been in two ministries before this, uh, both of them uh, associate pastors and in charge of Christian schools. Uh, so my educational background includes special education, but uh, it does not uh, specifically involve myself with uh, special ed. So minding my own business in my second uh, church and um, thought we might go to the mission field. and. Uh, discouraged by some missionaries to say you got a daughter that's rising to college age you ought to stay home go later it's in that time I was contacted by shepherds and I told them I wasn't ever president of anything I was just kind of second banana all the time they said well that works we really want you so uh, that's how the Lord uh, led in our lives uh, we came out here fell in love with the ministry all right. So, what um, what what really drove you? I mean, when you, when you first got that phone call to say shepherds, I mean, <laughs> what what really made you think that yeah, this could be a really nice fit? Well, the first time they called, I said you got the wrong people. Go go to the rest that you have on your list. And uh, I I was familiar with shepherds because I grew up in a church that had a Sunday school class that uh, for special needs kids, and so I was familiar with it. But um, I never really knew about shepherds until I went out to shepherds and I would invite anybody to come on tour and uh, what happens is that uh, it gets into your heart as well helping those that uh, really um, can be helped in a, in a wonderful way trained educated shepherds been doing that for years and uh, that really fit the educational model for me and uh, so that's what really God used in our hearts to say we, we need to go and give that a shot Terrific. When I first drove by your campus um, about a year and a half ago, and I know there's new signage and everything, it's a, it's a little clearer now. I, I remember driving by thinking, what is that? You know, what is that place? And um, kind of describe what Shepherds is. Well, it is a educational, vocational, um, and uh, residential facility, or actually offers services for people with intellectual disabilities. And uh, when I first came, it was pretty much just a, a, vocation, a vocational and a little bit uh, residential. And uh, we, we felt like the only way we could really expand that was to have different venues. So I began the umbrella process of saying, okay, this is gonna be Shepherd's Ministries, <clears throat> and underneath that, we're gonna have different uh, ministries that would feed into that concept. and broaden the ministry that we could have to people with intellectual disabilities. Part of that is Shepherd's College. 
Yes. That's our newest venue. And uh, one of the things that was, uh, well, we, we began over 57 years ago as a boarding school for pastor and missionaries' kids. And uh, so we were in the educational mode. But as public education got their money in the 70s, uh, we, we then lost a lot of the people that were interested in us because different parts of the country had the education that we were offering. I would maintain that we were one of the best boarding schools in, in the nation at the time. But then as the public school had the opportunity to get more uh, special education in the early 70s, it wasn't much in the late 50s, early 60s, but as that came down the road, uh, we lost our waiting lists. And so I just started to ask the question, where are the 20-somethings? We're not getting the 20-somethings. What happened to them? Uh, We had everybody else, 30s, 40s, 50s, up in that area, but they weren't coming in the 20s. So we made a um, national survey, or did a national survey, to see where they were. They were caught in the transition from their family home to more independent living. They were also caught in their uh, position to transition from their high school experience to their first job. And sometimes that was 10 years at a time they were waiting there for some type of a placement or a change or a job. Interesting. And so we realized that there was the niche. Uh, we were good at education in the, in the elementary, junior high, and high school area. We just, when we made the transition to the adult world, we just didn't have the 20-somethings, so it was a natural fit. It was actually through a strategic planning team that we came up with the idea of the college. And uh, somebody you ought to have in the future is Tracy Terrell, because we just had a notebook filled with stuff and said, this is what we think this should be. And then we handed it over to Tracy Terrell and the rest is history. So wow. that's a big task. I mean, you think about starting a college. I mean, that's uh, that's not an easy thing to do. Not, not at all easy, and especially in the area that we are doing that. Sure. Explain um, some of the skills, the skill sets that your graduates come out of. Well, we have two specialty majors, horticulture and culinary arts. And um, that's one of the things we'll talk about, perhaps uh, about the future, but those are the two majors right now. And uh, the kids are doing very well. They graduate, uh, we have an 83% placement rate of our graduates. That's outstanding. Yeah. Give me a little, maybe example if you have it, of uh, of a recent graduate or a graduate of the college and and kind of take us through where where they're at today. I get so many of them across my desk, I almost, don't know who to select, but let me take one. Came to our campus, she was afraid of her own shadow practically, and uh, she was then trained, and uh, uh, we are preparing them for real life and empowering them to serve. That's part of our philosophy. And uh, I just recently got a letter back. Uh, Her name's Amanda, she went back to California. Her mother talked about the fact that she was in a uh, a side-by-side, and um, she was doing very well, but The thing with Amanda is she not only uh, graduated with a great sense of confidence, but she also went out and got her first job, and uh, it wasn't enough to supply for the needs that she had, bills-wise. So then she went to the HR department and asked, is there something that I could get more hours? And so she did get that, but it was a distance away from her home. She had to ride public transportation, which is something she would have never done prior to coming to Shepherds. We do train in that area, real life. And uh, so now she's uh, got a, a 
30-hour, 40-hour week job. She's paying her own bills. She's in a place where she's actually trying to get two more of our college grads to come out to California and be roommates with her. That's that's the terrific story when you think of somebody that's so shy yeah. and now leading people, yeah. leading people out to California. That's a that's a great a great success story, and I'm sure you got many of them. So, what what are your biggest challenges? I mean, when I always say, you know, what keeps you awake at night? Well, because we do don't take uh, direct state or federal funding. The students do that, and uh, SSI is towards the, the uh, people that live and work at Shepherds. Uh, I would say the subsidy money that has to come from churches and donors all around the country. I think that's the thing that, uh, uh, what shall I say, keeps me trusting the Lord each year for that to come in. Because that's like starting over every year, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You spend quite a bit of time, of your personal time, talking to those congregations, don't you? Congregations and uh direct donors um, yeah I have uh, about 30% of my time is uh, spent on the road doing that uh, usually towards the end of the calendar year it gets up around 40-45% okay great you have some unbelievable team members over at Shepherds how, how do you attract this high quality of, of people by God's grace uh, certainly not my craftiness um I've been able to attract good teams. Um, I think it has to do with having the view that I'm not the kingpin Mm -hmm. and I can't do it all and I recognize my own limitations and so I bring people in and uh, turn them loose and uh, they of course stay within certain boundaries and the like but that's what I think has brought in people that uh, are quality and are good in their own areas so uh yeah that's the secret to shepherds is our staff yeah i would agree everybody i meet over there is is fantastic and i'm always impressed with that and uh, leading an organization i know how how difficult and challenging that can be and we're fortunate also to have a lot of great people but it's something that it's always always something you have to work out your president you know your part of your job is to deal with the culture of the place and uh, one of the things I found when I came to Shepherds is for the history of the place they've always been kind and gentle to the clients that we serve mm-hmm. not always so with the themselves and so we really pushed hard I've been there 17 years and we've tried to uh, develop a culture among us of kindness and gentleness and I think that we try to say, okay, scriptures teach, you know, we ought to be having speech that is seasoned with salt, ministering grace to the hearer. And uh, that's what we try to do. We're not, you know, it starts at the top, we're all imperfect. Mm -hmm. However, we really work at it. That's fantastic. Future plans, Where, where do you see, where do you see shepherds? And where do you see yourself? Well, I, I'm getting older. And uh, so the transitions will come probably in the next five years. There'll be a lot of transitions at Shepherds. Not announcing anything, but I nope, uh, understand. <laughs> um, but everybody, whether it's the board or whatever, they're all, you add 57 years to a ministry, somebody's got to get old. Mm-hmm. And since we've got some longevity on the board and also our staff, currently we're in a, 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 a thing that we're calling Strat Ops, it's just strategic planning. 
Um, years ago, I really got kind of upset with the typical way that we do uh, strategic planning. We get together, we make these notebooks, we dream, we put them on the shelf and don't do anything. And so um, probably 10 years ago, I was introduced to an article that uh, talks about uh, strategic themes that learn. And so we've been doing that more. And that's what we're doing now is we're, we're working again at getting actionable items, uh, getting people to work on those, and then we'll pre present them to the board. Part of that has to do with the growth of the facility. Do we grow here only? Um, our Catalyst program, which is the residential piece that's out in the community, we can't grow here because there's not enough jobs and things like that here. We're very grateful for being here, but we've got to reach out with that. Mm -hmm. uh, what about uh, the college? How far can we go? How many buildings should we build? And uh, we want to add another major. Uh, the autistic spectrum is coming at us really, really strong. Interesting. And we want to, perhaps the next major that we're looking at is IT. Uh, these kids are uh, have some disability, but they are smart and they can really do a job. Uh, they're even getting hired in Fortune 500 companies for debugging software and stuff like that. So we believe that that would be the cutting edge if we could get that up and going. Now, whether that's here on this campus or it's another campus nearby or another state, we don't know. Because mm -hmm. access to jobs, as you said, access probably to public transportation, all that right. stuff is really important, I'm sure. Very important. And it can work for some, mm -hmm. but um, you, you keep pushing out into the community a lot more each year. You've got to find other venues. Well, I can tell you, uh, being part of this community and part of this county, uh, how blessed we are to have your organization and you in, in this area. And uh, I hope it's something that we as local people don't take for granted. I mean, it's been around a long time, but it's uh, it's really a blessing to have have Shepherds there. I've had the opportunity to, to tour it with you a time or two, and then uh, I've been over there at the lunch from your culinary arts, you know, with our Chamber of Commerce. They do a fantastic job, very impressive. And uh, I think it's just a great thing that you guys are doing. Yeah, these, um, these individuals can give back to the community an awful lot. Uh, some of the things they've done, um, they, they've uh, helped us with the Farmer Appreciation Dinner. Mm -hmm. That's really opened up the community. We believe that uh, it probably will be three times the size that it was this year. Next year, uh, they have served there in that. Uh, we had our choir going for that. They're involved in spring cleanup in the community. They participated in the placement of flags at the Veterans Cemetery. Uh, they are involved in serving in churches. And today, our first spring break, some kids do other things on spring break. Our kids, we have eight of them that went to Jamaica to teach in a DVBS Bible school. Really? And so they're just coming back today. In fact, when I leave here today, I'll go back and hear the report oh, but that's uh, neat. about them. Yeah, but that's really neat. That's probably podcasting itself also. <laughs> For so, sure. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, Bill, we really appreciate your time. Um, again, we're thankful for having shepherds just down the road from us and, and what you do and, and, and what your staff does and what your, your residents and your, and your college kids do or young adults do. And we just are so fortunate to have you here and we appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. We appreciate Community State Bank, too. You bet. Thank you. And also helping us today is Ellie Heigel. She's our producer today. So thanks, everybody, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to what's happening in your community and at Community State Bank.
To learn more about Community State Bank, please visit us online at communitystatebank.net.